Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship is a hot topic these days. The story of the startup founder turning a great idea into a thriving business is the raw material of modern urban legends. Then there's the dark side. There's the stories of greed, of jealousy, and of insecurity. These are all human traits that make up part of the human condition. Movies like The Big Short have documented the headwaters and the aftermath of these human characteristics. In the latest news, Business Insider magazine is making a WeWork documentary with a hit Netflix producer about the unraveling of the world's most valuable startup. Since its inception in 2010, WeWork has amassed more than $12 billion in investment from some of the world's smartest business leaders and venture capitalists, including J.P. Morgan's Jamie Dimon and SoftBank's Masayoshi Son. At its peak, the co-working company commanded a $47 billion valuation and set its sights on an initial public offering of up to $100 billion. Today, Business Insider and Campfire announced they're making a documentary about the rise and fall of WeWork. The tagline for the documentary is that it's the story of what happens when Silicon Valley greed goes haywire and the idea of building a big business becomes more important than the fundamentals. I actually take exception to the Silicon Valley reference. I come from the Silicon Valley world and business fundamentals was very much a part of what we talked about day in, day out. WeWork tried to associate itself with Silicon Valley as if to imply it could play by a different set of rules. The company was a real estate company, pure and simple, and it didn't play by the rules of any sane real estate investment. It's really the story of a charismatic leader who both hoodwinked investors and was enabled by them as they tried to drive returns on their investments. Thousands of employees are now going to pay the price. The latest news from WeWork is that they intend to lay off thousands of employees in order to reduce their cash burn. But they had to delay the layoff notices because the company doesn't have enough cash on hand to pay the severance. The company's board of directors had set a deadline of October 22nd to review two proposals for taking the company forward. The first proposal is from SoftBank, who would take over the company with the injection of another $5 billion in cash over the next several years and ultimately steer the company to profitability. The company would be valued at $8 billion after the transaction and would leave SoftBank deep underwater on its investment, but at least offer the possibility of a profitable outcome at some point in the distant future. The alternative is something approaching 100% loss. The second offer is from J.P. Morgan with a $5 billion debt deal that would further leverage the company. The deal would offer about $5 billion in both secured and unsecured bonds that, unlike SoftBank's proposal, wouldn't dilute or devalue the stakes of WeWork's existing investors. But the J.P. Morgan package would also further burden the company, with high-priced debt complete with some pretty unsavory terms. $2 billion of unsecured bonds would carry an additional 15% coupon. They would feature a payment-in-kind structure that would leave the company further indebted to bondholders over time, as well as hefty bonus payments that would be triggered should WeWork regain a $20 billion valuation. It would all have the effect of pushing WeWork's equity investors further down in the capital stack, standing in line behind the bondholders whose high-interest debt positions would take priority. The SoftBank proposal is more of an equity deal whereby we would likely see SoftBank's Chief Operating Officer, Marcello Clor, replace Newman as Chairman of the Board with Clore potentially starting a new outside leadership search to replace Newman's successors, the co-CEOs of Artie Minson and Sebastian Gunningham. Now, I don't want to see a Netflix documentary on WeWork. We've already seen that movie before. It's been playing out in the newspapers over the past month. In fact, Business Insider has written over 255 pieces on WeWork in recent months. It's been regular front-page news in the Wall Street Journal for much of this year. What I want to see is Adam Newman appear as a contestant on Shark Tank. 
That's right. I want to see him sell his idea to Barbara Corcoran, the maven of New York real estate where WeWork has 53 locations. I want to see him sell Mark Cuban on a billion-dollar investment in exchange for 3% of the company. I want to hear Kevin O'Leary's eloquent signature sound bites. I want to hear Mr. Wonderful say, The purpose of being in business is to make money. That's right, make money. I can't stand to watch people murder money. And I want to hear the closing statement. And for that reason, I'm out. Here's the greatest irony of all. This is going to be a Netflix documentary. Let me get this straight. The company, whose forecast to burn through $3.5 billion in cash in 2019, is going to produce a documentary on a company that's only lost $2.8 billion this year. Please help me, folks. What am I missing here? As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. I'll talk to you again tomorrow.